friends, welcome to this episode of the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. And I am officially in the UK. You'll notice probably that my accent starts to change a little bit as I remember what it is like to be English again. Um, and I'm surrounded by Brits. Things will just naturally start to shift. Um, it is really natural for me to have an English accent too. Um, but it's equally as natural for me to have an American accent because I have a lot of formative uh, time and energy has been spent in both places. But I'm back in the UK now full time and uh, I am very jet lagged today. And so you might get a bit of a lazier podcast <laughs> out of me um, because I haven't quite got my circadian rhythms back in back to normal yet. Um, I'm very excited to be here though and in this new chapter of my own life. We're looking at the energy report this week for February the 5th through the 11th and last week was a little bit more mellow. We didn't have as many transits. Well that really ramps up again this week and we hit this Aquarian energy very intensely. One of the things that's going to happen with the Aquarius energy um, all month um, in of February, because we have a lot of heavy transits happening with our personal planets. We've got Mercury, Mars, and Venus are all going to head into Aquarius. And after they do so, they all conjunct Pluto, um, which is at the first degree of Aquarius right now. So we, it really is kind of superpowering, um, all of the personal planet shifts of Aquarius this month. Um, and so we're starting the week with Mercury really making that transition this week. Um, on Monday the 5th, Mercury is going to enter Aquarius and then it's going to conjunct um, Pluto. So this is a really important time right now to open our minds, um, especially to, yeah, to new experiences, new ideas, and to the new insights that want to come through us. Um, I'm at a stage in my life right now where I am really just focused on being guided um, and letting my willpower take a back seat. My willpower is there to serve the inner guidance that comes through. So it takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of um, um, inner grounding and stability to be able to not give in to you know, the stress that happens when we don't have everything sorted out and we don't have everything in a nice, neat little box. Um, and so that's something that we all have to work on right now is that that peace and that equilibrium within that will help us get through these moments where we just need to be open to being guided to the answers. And that gui guidance will come, you know, you will, you will know what's right for you as you need to. Um, and sometimes holding out for that without doing the mental gymnastics is a very precarious balance. So um, I think nothing will show us <laughs> more of that than Mercury in Aquarius. I also think that Aquarius, because it's so much energy coming in, it, it's connected to Uranus, it can be a little bit frazzle-dazzle frazzle time, you know, with our nervous systems. 
um, because we're getting a lot of intuitive information, but our minds are really overactive too. So it's, it's an excellent time to focus on grounding and, um, those body practices of stretching and eating clean and trying not to jack ourselves up with caffeine and stuff like that. A meditation practice with Mercury in Aquarius is, is going to be very important. Um, communication can sort of go into hyperdrive around Mercury in, in Aquarius. The devil's advocate definitely comes out. We see a lot of debate going on, a lot of contrariness. And of course, debate is a wonderful tool we have. Like sometimes we definitely need to play the devil's advocate. Um, and just we need to remember that we're not to just do it for argument's sake, you know, not to just do it to be contrary or just to be a rebel, but to... Um, if we have an open mind and we want to expand in compassion and love, then, then we will be successful through these transits. Um, again, a meditation practice is really wise to, to take part in at this time. If you're not already, not just to calm yourself, but also to allow for that natural flow of divine wisdom that wants to come out under this transit. Um, Mercury loves to be in Aquarius. The air element definitely suits this planet of communication. So we could find that speaking does come easier. Being able to communicate comes easier than, than when we were in Capricorn and it seemed more that we were just hyper-focused on our own sort of goals. Um, but again, our nervous system is really, it can get overloaded with too much stimulation um, with this intuitive energy. So physical movement, connect with the earth, um, you know, really participate in combating restlessness and mental overactivity. Don't just mindlessly scroll. And, you know, when I, I'd love to just liken that to when we're just scrolling on the internet, we are really just taking in outside energy from just any source that's being projected at us. And that energy is not good energy for us. Some of it may be loving and, and, uh, of light, but all, for the most part, it's just a projection of, um, ego. And so if you're feeling overloaded, you could find yourself mindlessly scrolling and what that is going to serve as is a way to even exacerbate how you're already overloaded. So we really have to be able to turn that off and um, try to focus our energy on one place. So that might be, you know, we, we can still be mentally stimulated. We could watch a movie, we could listen to some music, we could read a book, um, but try not to overload with just tons of just a massive amount of energy coming in. It's, it's not going to help us, especially with this energy. Um, it is a nice flow of energy when Mercury is in Aquarius, um, where we were kind of hammered by rules and structure in Capricorn. We're now open to weird ideas and free thinking. And it's really a wonderful time to work on our own innovations, like places where we want to 
transform our own thinking but if we are if we work in the communication or technology world or we work in like science or um uh anything that has to do with tech um especially in collaboration with others we can really get a go far at this time um this is really cohesive for innovating in those fields um, so if you have something that you've wanted to do, developing an app or developing a program that has like an online basis to it, something like that, this is a time to really dedicate your energy into there. Um, but any kind of collaboration with a group is going to um, be beneficial under this transit. Tuesday the 6th, um, Mercury or the moon is going to be in Capricorn. Uh, kind of gives us that energy of just uh, sucking it up and getting to work. Um, we might not, we might be detached from our truer feelings at this time. We're not, we don't really have time for emotionality. We're more like want to roll our sleeves up and kind of get some stuff done. And it could be kind of an independent loner couple of days where we just really want to focus on our own goals and aspirations. Wednesday the seventh, we've got Venus. Try trining Uranus and Mars sextile Neptune. So both both are positive transits. Um, one is kind of a shakeup with Uranus, and the other one is kind of uh, um, a daydream with Neptune. So I think whenever Venus and Mars are in the mix, we're thinking about relationships. We're thinking about sex. Um, it's easy to be. With Venus trying Uranus, I think a shakeup in the relationship sphere is easy. It's easy to maybe get into a relationship with somebody who doesn't fit our norm during that transit. Um, we're thinking out of the box, so we may be dating out of the box, and that's that's a cool thing. That's great for us to be participating in. Um, it could also be beneficial for financial shifts. We find that money, you know, we make the money somehow. The money appears. The opportunities appear. Um so it's a positive transit. Um, I think with the Mars sextile Neptune, um, one of the most important things to see through is just the daydream of how important sex really is in terms of love and connection and commitment. Um, it's so much more hormonal than it is, um, like, uh, a harbinger of, like a lasting relationship. It's a wonderful tool in a relationship of connection, but, um, you know, it shouldn't be something that's seen as the, the, the actual connector. It shouldn't be the only connecting basis, but in a relationship. So we could sort of put our rose colored glasses on around, around, uh, our own anger, aggression, sexual behavior and stuff like that around this transit. Um, but maybe we also need a break from feeling our um, anger the way that we've been feeling it all the time. Maybe we do need to put our rose-colored glasses on and we need to see things in a more light uh, way. Um, Thursday the 8th, we've got the sun squaring Uranus and the moon in Aquarius. Um, you know, the sun, our collective identity, um, squaring Uranus, the need for change, it can come up with a lot of stubbornness, not wanting to be, we could be combating a lot of, um, closed mindedness and, um, just, um, 
God, I'm so jet lagged, you guys. I'm trying to uh, pull the words up and my mind literally just went blank. Actually, where my mind went was I was just thinking about how yesterday I was thinking about the energy of the last dregs of Mercury in Capricorn and how I saw multiple people having arguments on the street that were obviously strangers um, around this energy. Um, and so... That might be coming up a little bit around the Sun Square Uranus energy on Thursday because um, our, the Sun is our how we identify. It's our well-being, it's our vitality, it's our willpower. And so when it's squaring change, um, obviously we're, we're, we're going to come up with a little bit of a rub there, some conflict, whether it's internally or it's manifest externally. And with the Moon in Aquarius, there is that that just arguing for argument's sake sometimes and being contrary and just being rebellious. Um, and I think, I think all of those things can be positive, uh, in, within change, conflict and, um, and sometimes even arguments, you know, and debate, those are important elements of our connection to others. Everything doesn't have to be sunshine and roses. Um, but I think that it's also important to, not rebel against things that are healthy, like our self-care and our self-love and not just be sort of in a, in a mode of, um, engaging in the drama because it's, it gives us a hit of something, uh, that we think we need, you know, that's more of an addictive quality. Um, so yeah, Thursday could be a bit of a shakeup right before we hit our new moon in Aquarius the next day. Um, and I, I often find that sometimes there is a bit of a struggle before the new moon hits. It's like we're kind of contending with ourselves of like what we're, we're weighing our options of like what we want to set new intentions with and start fresh with. And then we start this new fresh emotional story with the new moon. And this, uh, week it is going to be all around the themes of Aquarius. Um, some of the questions you might ask yourself during this new moon, what can I move forward with to live as my most genuine self? What can I free myself from at this time? What boundaries will I commit to for the foreseeable future? Where do I need to take the initiative in my creative endeavors? In what avenues of my life do I need to speak up? How can I contribute to my own healing over the next month? How can I join with others in enriching ways in this next month? Um, I think a lot of the intentions you may be setting are just around how you'll promote your own freedom of self and your unique individuality. Um, we need to be prepared to go our own way if we are around people who are who are adverse to our growth and change and they're not helping us to... Um, live our divine purpose, then we may find ourselves really setting intentions around a little bit of isolation from that at this, at this time. Um, and I don't think isolating ourselves from the world isn't right. Maybe isolation is the wrong word, but we definitely need to remove ourselves from these situations where, you know, we're on a path and we really want to follow our guidance and we really want to grow and evolve. And there are some people who will be, um, 
committed to us not doing that just because they don't want to make those changes in their life or they're scared of change. They have a fear. And so when someone else is making big changes and and going through exciting new endeavors, they, they don't, it's uh, scary to them because, you know, it, to them they're thinking, well, you know, it, it shakes them up inside. And the Aquarian energy, when we're participating, it is a bit of a shakeup, you know, so we could find people just reacting strangely to us just because we want to, we want to grow in ourselves. So, um, sometimes you could feel loneliness around this new moon and especially around the Aquarius energy. Um, and that might be a theme of this new moon, just dealing with being alone and loneliness and, you can definitely feel alone in a relationship um, or surrounded by people. It's not just for single folk. It doesn't mean being single, being lonely. It means that you are, um, you know, only you really relate to the inner experience that you're going through. And it may be hard for others to relate to that um, because it could appear different or it could be alarming to them because um, change is alarming to other people. So in the evolutionary process, sometimes we need to be prepared to go our own way, especially if people are adverse to our change or it just need to spend more time on our own. It doesn't mean we need to end a relationship necessarily. It just means um, we need the space to make sure that we're able to, um, you know, detach from the naysayer. Um, so be prepared to enjoy your own support, your own care, your own company at this time. Um, new moons really highlight our inner personas, our feminine energy of creating, being, receiving. And in Aquarius, we want to be in, uh, ingenious. We want to be the maverick. We want to really change things up and we're willing to kind of take risks that will assist us in doing so. So it's a, it's a very good new moon. Of course, the new moon is also like, this moon is also touching on the Pluto. So everything that Aquarius touches, you know, Pluto is about control, right? It's about transformation and the ways that we try to control and stop those transformations from happening. And Aquarius is about freedom. So this whole, everything that's going on right now is going to seek to free us from control, right? Our inner control of needing to have everything figured out. I, I have to tell you, I'm here in the UK. I have literally nothing figured out. And a lot of that is because I wasn't able to, because when I was in America, um, I tried emailing about houses and apartments. I tried calling and nobody would get back to me. And it was just very difficult. It's something I need to do in person. Um, I tried to get my British version of my social security card all figured out. And that's something I have to do in person. I couldn't even make an appointment till I'm back in the country, they told me. Um, things like my banking, my cell phone, all of that stuff I had to do here in person. It's just not able to do it um, remotely. And letting go of the control of that, arriving here without anything figured out, except for like a week's long uh, Airbnb is um, quite different from coming from an organized and, uh, and um, you know, sense of security and that I know what I'm up against in the, in the U.S. as an adult. 
Um, and so it may be that this energy, like for me, for you, is just shaking you up out of what you usually would fall back on. The things that feel safe and secure, you don't really have the access to right now. Um, you really have to, in some ways you're winging it, but it's more than that because it's not a frazzle-dazzle kind of like, you know, disconnected, um, um, ungrounded winging it. It's being intuitively guided and it's keeping yourself clear and sane enough to sense what that intuition is saying. Um, so, you know, for me, housing is such a big deal. I'm a cancer, sun in cancer, Mars in cancer. Um, my home is very important to me. That's very much, um, a place of security for me is having a, a reliable home. And I've been living out of a suitcase for the last six weeks. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a stressful thing, but at the same time, while part of me wants to just, um, go on a bunch of apartment viewings and, and uh, just, just to give myself some comfort, right? The other part of me knows that I know that I'm going to know when I see what I want and that that's actually just me wasting energy just to try to um, create a sense of normalcy for my ego. And my ego needs to be kept in check right now. I really need to trust in my guidance and being guided. Um, and um, so that's my internal sort of battle that I'm going through is when, when that side of me ramps up and it's like, well, you better book a bunch of appointments and what if you're left with nothing at the end of, you know, <clears throat> the week or whatever it is. I have to just be like, no, because my sense from the beginning was that um, I'll be guided. I, I've been guided to an area that I want to be in. And, um, I know that the thing that's right for me is going to come up and I just really have to trust in that process and allow that process to unfold. And I think that for many of us, that's what's going on right now, whether it's to do with our work and career, whether it's to do with home situation, relationships, we really have to allow ourselves to be guided and we have to be able to manage our, you know, inner relaxation and our inner peace so that we are in the right state to receive that guidance too. And so I think that's the most important thing to be doing over the next few weeks as this very magical energy comes in. I mean, Aquarius to me, it's just a flash of insight and, um, you know, the intuition is not a feeling necessarily, although we may feel it. It's not something that is happens in our mind, although we may experience knowing in our mind. Um, it's something that is like in the data of our cells when we experience it. It's like something, it's like a knowledge that we just, it's a knowing. And um, this is a time when that knowing is really sharp. And, but we've got to keep our bodies sharp as a vessel in order to know the difference between a uh, emotional feeling and an intuitive feeling. Um, because again, it's so subtle, the differences of what these things are. So keeping ourselves as a, um, as a fine tuned instrument, 
um, our, our lovely hardworking bodies is such an important part of that. On Saturday the 10th and through the weekend, we've got the moon in Pisces that adds a real dreamy quality to everything. Um, you know, it's a great time to just focus on love and focus on your creativity and beauty and oneness and uh, just pour all your energy into those lovely places of connection um, and to, uh, you know, really participate in beautifying the world through our energy. You know, beauty is not just something that's visual. There's plenty of people that can attest to that, that beauty is something that is um, in somebody's energy in their, that comes from their beliefs and their thoughts and their manner and their behavior. And, uh, and that is something for us to be giving back to the collective. So this weekend, we really focus on being the beauty and participating in beauty, whether that's aesthetic beauty or not like creativity that is tangible, or whether that's just us sitting around and thinking about how much we love um, <laughs> other people or elements of life that we love or loving on ourselves, you know, cultivating that that absolute beauty and reverence for life um, is a great way to spend the weekend, especially after the new moon in Aquarius. And again, you know, really pay attention to the nervous system. Don't be overtaxing it with substances. Um, it's not going to have a good result. You want to really just uh, continue to bring in that balance, bring in that peace of peace and quiet within um, and salt baths. Um, steaming oneself, you know, uh, like allowing, um, for deep relaxation, um, is, is an important part of this process. So maybe make some time for that this week. All right, my friends, I got through it. I did it. Um, I did it even with my silly half English, half American accent going, but you know what? That's just something that I have to do. And <laughs> even if I feel self-conscious about it, um, I mean, whatever, I don't really give a shit. Um, but I got through this. I think I've earned a nice nap now, which I'm going to take. Um, I'm wishing you all such a wonderful week and, um, you know, um, one of, I don't, I can't remember if I said this in last week's uh, energy report or not. The mantras, the mantras, my friends, the mantras. So the mantras around, excuse my page turning here. Aha. The mantras around this energy right now. Um, don't participate in the bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Don't participate, don't play the game. So for you, when you're seeing the chaos, just inside of yourself, going to that peaceful place and um, the mantra is, you know, I am not aligned with anything but light. And you can be the calm in the chaos, um, but definitely tap into that calm for you. You know, we don't have to participate in the chaos, um, even if we are observing it and seeing it around us. It's something that we really have to detach from. I also have to do that. There are 
people that come out of the woodwork or situations that I may see right in front of me. And I have to make that choice to detach from someone else's projection and say, okay, this is their experience and they're feeling that very intensely, but that's not my, that's not my experience. And I'm here to align with light and, um, have compassion for other people who are going through maybe some inner turmoil, but I definitely don't need to play the game. In fact, I don't hurt, help anybody when I play these games, <laughs> you know, when I play like a, if I, if I participate in chaos, we're not helping people by doing that. We help people by maintaining that inner peace. And, um, and I don't mean going into a state of denial or, um, pretending, you know, like an, a pretend blissed out state. I mean, really combating our own chaos to find that peace within. Um, it's not just like us going, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's us actually taking the deep breath and being like, everything is fine. You know, moment to moment is how we have to deal with life and, you know, let go of the chaos that projects us into the future or that keeps us tied to the past. Um, and then the other mantra um, is um, return to sender. Return to sender. And as I talked about last week, I'll reiterate again this week. Return to sender is something that I say when someone is projecting energy my way or when I see violence and, and pain projected outwardly in the world. That mantra is not me saying, well, I hope they get theirs back. I hope that all that violence comes back on them. That's not what it means um, to me. Return to sender is you do the work. You do your own work. So violence to me is a projection of somebody's work that they need to do internally. And so when I say return to sender, I mean, you fo you do the work, you take responsibility for your own energy internally, and you do that work. Um, I'm not going to do that work for you. And someone else doesn't need to do that, feel the destruction of that work ex being projected upon them. Um, and so return to sender. So whenever I feel that energetic agitation coming in of just other people focusing their energy, I just very calmly say, return this to its sender. And when I see bombs being dropped on innocent people, I say, return that energy to its sender. Let they, let them have the awakening. Um, and, um, let them deal with the, the inner, um, <laughs> breakthroughs that need to come forward. All right, my friends, lots of love. Um, thank you to all the patrons, um, who help support this, uh, podcast and its availability. If you enjoy this and you have not yet given anything into it, please, um, think about giving a small donation. It could be five bucks, whatever it is as a way to exchange energy and to participate in, um, giving a, along with receiving and just helping this to main, be maintained as a free, um, a free tool for people to tap into. Um, you can do that through my Venmo at Rebecca-Conran, or you can become a patron for any amount on, um, on Patreon, which is also going to be linked in the show notes. And thank you to everybody who, who does help to keep this, um, in motion. 
All right then, friends. Lots of love. I'll speak to you next week.